Hello and welcome back to Dice and Effects, where the inn is filled with idiots. So, Malik, you have joined the world of the conscious and are here in a low with Mind here and Glubby. Glubby has just left the butcher with a hefty bag of roots and no more parsilious body. And Mind here is forcing a man who is screaming in cryptic rhymes to uh, put mud over the buildings in the city since most of the buildings here are basically look like very fragile huts that if there was any wind in this province would be knocked asunder almost immediately. Just for the record, I'm assuming this is like what the third or the fourth time in this campaign where a bunch of idiots have been in a bar or hotel together and usually something bad happens. Well, we're not in the bar or hotel yet. Uh, the yeah. idiots in the bar are the blanks. All they do inside of the inn is bump into each other and ask each other who they are and why they're there. Alrighty, let's say um, gotta remember to blend in. Obviously, nothing too like everything's like color wise. It's kind of like very drab, isn't it? And everything here is very uh, drab or drained out. The most colorful things that there are is um, the trees, which have dark brown wood and uh, pink crystals that glow all around them. The sky looks like the sun. I mean, if he had paint, he would probably eat it, but. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that, that's pretty cool. And, uh, um, it yeah. is real quick. And um, <laughs> I saw Globby's face. <laughs> that's what I'm laughing at. Um, they, they have these pink glow around the trees and uh, the people themselves have like very varying skin tones from like the, the, for the instance, the blacksmith is a shirtless green man with four arms. And uh, the guard that Trevor is harassing is a man with a uh, corpse pale skin, but very blue, bright veins. And the sky looks like, like if you ever saw this. How? Huh? How is he harassing him? He has uh, forced him to the ground and is making him put mud on buildings. So, um, mine here, have you, are you continuing to harass the poor Rhyme man? I'm not harassing him. He likes it. Help! Help! The mud that fills me is filling you, filling your homes! See? He likes it. He loves it, it sounds like. Exactly. And Iglobby, what are you up to? So I want to go back to the end. And yes. I, I, I want to look at all of these uh, boings. Yeah. I want to tell <laughs> them, hey, I know more than you guys know. You got to come over and help make mud on buildings. That's how you know who you are. S -s they all look at you. Sir, what are you, what are you asking them to do? I want them to put mud on buildings. Uh, no, stay in here. You aren't allowed out there. I'll bring them right back. No, if we, we'll never get them all in here again. Why? It, it can't be that hard to wrangle. They don't know where they're going. They just walk in any direction. 
Well, do you want to go and help put mud on a building? Why are you putting mud on buildings? It makes perfect sense. It's just a big picture. You know? Picture of what? You just wouldn't get it. And I walk out. <laughs> and I'm going to find a random commoner town. Uh, as you go to do this, Wick approaches uh, Malik. Wick, is it? Wick. Yeah, Wick is the Candleman who is covered in the kind of Kendo armor that we can't Wick. see. Wick. I thought you said Wick. Okay, Wick. Oh, yeah, Wick. Uh, Wick approaches you. Hello, Malik. You seem to be, he looks at uh, Glubby, who is now harassing a man in the streets, and uh, Mide here, who is forcing a town guard to do things, making his ancestors proud, and... Um, Looks back at you and goes, well, you seem to be the most reasonable one uh, up to up to par today. I wanted to inform you that there has been a change of plans. I think we're change going of plans to, as in how we're going to avoid height. I was going to take you through that city, but I think now we're going to go around it. Um, there has been a, I've been in the forest for too long and I lost track of time. It seems it is tax season. I mean, I'm all in favor for avoiding cities, especially considering who our party is made of. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, the thing is the tax collector is much more thorough in cities and if there's a docker riot that can definitely smell you that you guys are um, alive, it would be the tax collector. And I'm assuming it's a uh, not a monetary funds he's looking for. Well, it is roots that the tax collector comes to collect, but to praise his name, Lord Koro Unagi, my master, does like to take a few blanks off the top. And if the tax collector were to inform the public of your condition, uh, they would quickly turn and devour you. Agreed. All right, which way do we need to go? I am formulating that path now. Uh, we should stay in low for the moment. And this is when Glubby grabs a commoner. Oh, yes. Come on over, young man. What are you doing? Let go of me. Oh, no. You've been called to the mud army. Persuasion. Whew, you know, that one's going to be a bit rough. That's a nat one. Um, you take three damage as he stabs you. Ah. Get off of me. Oh my goodness. 
We use a wand of minor inconveniences on him. His knife rusts away. Aha! Saving you from him seeing the living blood on it. Perfect. However, you we can still feel that you're bleeding. Ah. And Gonna have to sew that up or something. Let's see here. Um, hmm. You go find like a darker part of the town, maybe like an alley or something. Yeah, you, you uh, perception check. That's a 10. You find a place suitably dark enough. All right. I'm going to take a little taste. Wick, wick my wounds. Yeah. By the way, Malik, um, last episode, Blubby here tasted the blood within the trachea of Parsilius. So if he turns cannibal, I have permission to kill him. Yeah, he, he, tends to, he tends to do that in most campaigns, but yeah. Okay, I have to taste the product, you know? How can I possibly sell if I don't know the, the actual quality of what I'm selling? Well, I mean, look at the last person who had tasted their product. Their IQ doesn't go above 70. That is no way to talk about Parsilius. He is dead. And I tasted his neck blood. So, um, as you sew yourself up, what is everybody else doing? Hello? So, obviously, these guys are, like, dead. Like, what's their, like, entertainment-wise? Can I see, like, anything like that? So despite their um, condition of being the undead in this underworld, they do seem to, except for the blanks and some of the other doc writers you've run into, like the snake crawler, which was an episode ago, these ones do seem to have most of their person on them still. They mostly, they, they seem to have, like, they seem like people. It's a bit off. So if you played music, it would be something they'd probably appreciate. Yeah, then I do that. Then I have the bard who's not a bard try to be a bard. Okay. Are you going to try to play music in the middle of the town to get some tips? No, because uh, didn't Wick said that. What? Didn't Wick said to keep a low profile? Yes. However, it does seem that the other two are not doing this. Blubby has. As I mean, if we have to saw, leave those two here, I'm more than fine with that. That is true. You do have the option to leave them to their deaths down here. So, what are you going to do? Does Wick need help with anything? Like trying to figure anything out or plot anything? Uh, yes, actually, I do. If you could go around town asking, uh, try finding the town's. Try going into the inn and finding out if anything's some news from Doro, which is the province we're in. I find some news so we can figure, I can try to formulate a new plan. Yeah, we're in we're in the Dakarai province of Doro. Okay. Yeah. 
go go ask the go ask the barkeep what's going on around here. All right, uh, I'm gonna going to do that. Um, I'm not going to go directly to the barkeep though. I'm going to try to like just walk about for a little bit, see if I can just gather anything off from conversations as I'm walking throughout the area. And then if I have to, then I'll go talk directly to the barkeep. Okay. Uh, you enter into the bar after a little bit and you see that it is absolutely full to bursting with uh, blanks who are all bumping into each other and asking who and what are they and where they are. Behind them, you see a woman uh, with exposed pieces of skull looking like her hair has been ripped out in several places and looking behind the bar, a uh, pale as a corpse and very, very, very much hating her job. Well, that makes two of us then, doesn't it? Um, alrighty, we'll just double check my spell list here just to make sure I have some something ready here if I, God forbid, need it, but I don't think I will. Alrighty, um, where are, let's go to a.m. Is there like any evidence of like if I did like a like a little magic trick like press the digitation would that be obvious or no? Um, depends on what you do. Okay. All right, let's start up with just conversation because I do have thirty roots already in my. So if I have to pay for information, I can do that too. Okay. All right. Um, what does it look like that there's available to drink? That's non-alcoholic. Um, we have what we have. Um, we have a uh, Zahir. What's that? Uh, what? Oh, recently deceased. I'm sorry. We keep running into you people. I guess a whole bunch of people died around the same time. There is a war. So uh, Zahir is, I guess, what you living people would call water down here. Yeah, I'll take that. Does it actually look like water or does it look like something it else? It is a very fine, clear, um, dark blue liquid. Can I, like, pretend to drink it? Can I do that? Performance check. Uh, let's see here. In performance, okay. 14? 14? Yes, you're able to take small sips. They don't look like you're... Yeah, you have to take, pretend to take small sips. Thank you. No problem at all. So, so you, oh, I'm sorry. I'm go sorry, ahead. you go first. Uh, you said that a, uh, you've been getting a bunch of us newcomers here recently. You a, uh, heard why? Uh, I'm not sure. I heard a rumor that two men showed up earlier. I think I believe I met one, but I heard him and a friend of his drank perfume until they died. Drank perfume? Yes, it's, I know it's odd, but I, they're asking for more perfume as they came down here. I don't know if that's why they killed themselves like that, thinking they could drink more since we can't be poisoned now, but I'm not really sure. Jeez. I hear uh, tax season's in. Oh, yes. Tax collectors should be here later today. Always a pain in the ass. Can you tell me more about them since I 
I really don't know much about him at all. You have roots on you, right? Yes. Well, make sure to hand up however much he asks for. He'll take you right to Kuronagi, and you'll be a snack. Kuronagi? The Lord of Doro, appointed by the emperor himself. Praise be his name. He, he likes to snack on Dakarites, mostly blanks, but she looks you up and down. He'd probably eat you as well. Oh, well, okay then. Tax collector's a giant bird. A giant bird, like a, like a raven? More like a peacock that flies down and demands the money in a large bag. And then once it collects the money and a few blanks, it leaves. Speaking of collecting things, I hear there are these people going around a, uh, looking for people to help throw mud or something. I have no idea what that is either. It's those perfume drinkers doing this. One of them has um, one of them has a glare. One of the town guards. He's cursed. He only speak like an idiot. They have him not helping do it, but none of us really care about him, so we're not really in the mood to help. Cursed how? Some some shaman. You know the shamans. Do you know about the shamans? Would I, Tim, or no? No. No, I I know nothing about the shamans. Yeah, one of the sh- he he was uh, venturing out, doing some patrols, and he ran into one of the shamans, and he tried you know being a pain in the ass. The shaman, the shaman cursed his tongue. Wow. Yeah, uh, it's been a, it's been some it's been a little bit weird recently. Uh, it's never really been much of a problem near us, but up in uh, Upper Doro, um, it's it's the strangest thing, honestly. Some fucking foreign pirate sailed over here, uh, trying to take advantage of the war and got themselves killed or something. Because now they're down here with their whole crew, causing a bunch of issues. Did you say a pirate? Yeah, I did. Pirates, perfume drinkers, shamans. Boy, this place is a hot spot. I think we found the title. We're not used to much activity. uh, Perfume drinkers, shamans, oh mine. Yeah. (laughs) Ah. Tim, did I get enough information for Wicker or no? Uh, it, that's up to you. I'm trying to think, is there any other... Anything else that I've like observed that can use anything to help and find more information? Because she said that the tax collector is coming here today. Yes, that's today. Like a, that's like... Do I have an estimate time of... Obviously, it's time's going to be harder to tell like based on... like. Did, like sun position is gonna be a lot harder, but can I figure out like the estimate time? Uh, no, she didn't say. She just said today. No, no. Can I mean? Can I look outside and see what the estimated time was? Yes, it looks like it is getting towards night. Getting towards night. Yes. Oh, great. So that makes sense. The reaper comes at night, especially three o'clock in the morning. So it's probably coming around sometime then. Um. Uh, 
tell me, the uh, guard who got his uh, tongue t- tied twisted, um, has he been the first person that's happened to or no? Yes. Um, the only reason we really keep him around is sometimes he spits out prophecies. Prophecies? Yes. You have, to, you have to look through the gunk, but usually if he says something that doesn't fit in at all, it's a prophecy. He has enough control over when he says it. And and these aren't like his tongue. They're from somebody else, I'm assuming. Yes, although we don't like to say his whose name. His name. Makes so. sense. Uh, nobody here likes to bring up that creature. So we don't. We try not to, but that is the most famous oracle that we could think of that would be speaking through him. Are you referring to the to the color? What? Are you referring to the white? <laughs> oh, I almost forgot about that story. No, no, no. You do not know about the story of the dragon. Story of the dragon. Oh shit. Um, she she whispers herself. She goes. She she brings herself down. She goes the first coming of the dragon. The old tale. And uh, you know that the story about that dragon that ate three of the kami that was killed by the heroes a few hundred years ago is called wait, the wait. second coming of the dragon. Okay, so I do know this then, yeah? You've probably heard less about this one than the second I've probably coming. heard bits and pieces of it. Yeah. So do a history check for me? Yeah, absolutely. There's my history here. Okay. And that's an eleven. Um, there was so what you you're not you're not able to remember the entirety of the story, but around a thousand years ago, right before Zashu became part of the Fisher Kingdom, a powerful dragon, a red dragon known as Osoroshi Sozin, de- descended upon Dak Dakaro upon Zashu and conquered the entire land and ruled for a very brutal 70 years. And that's all you ever remember from the tale. Uh, aside from the fact that Oshiroshi Sosin was also thought to be a um, prophet, an oracle. Like how high are we, prophet are we talking? Are we talking like a fake prophet or? You, you can't tell, you, you can't remember that part. It's just said that he had the gift of prophecy. Interesting. Did he have a particular allegiance to anyone or just himself? He was, he, up to himself from the story, he, he forced the people of Zashi to worship him like a god until the Kami eventually gathered their strength and slew him. But his name is still thought to be a, almost like a swear. People try to avoid saying it, even in Dakaro, it seems. Like Voldemort. Yes. Even okay. in Dakaro, it seems like they avoid saying it. So she thinks that if he's getting these prophecies from anywhere, it's probably from Osinoshi Sosin, despite the fact that he is thousand years dead. It might just be superstition. Interesting. All right, I, I'm really out of conversation topic points at this point, so I really don't know what else I can talk to her about, to be honest. Uh, Tim, I'm gonna tip her, 
a couple of routes. Um, there's a uh, thank you for the conversation. Okay. And you head out back to Wick. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to go directly. I'm going to go like indirectly to eventually meet up to him. But yeah, you see, some people are giving Wick suspicious glances in the town. All right. Um, I'm going to cast. Where is it here? Uh, oh, I don't have that one that allows you to talk to each other. I thought I had that one. Yes, I don't. Okay, never mind. That's not thaumaturgy. Glubby, Mike here. What are you doing? Have I healed up? Yes. Okay. Um, You've at least stopped bleeding. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was referring to. Building a city, that's what. You finished Building the house. My empire. Who said I was stopping at that one house? I know, I'm just saying. I'm going to come over. One house. I got to come over and, and see what's going on. You see that he has covered at least one person's house in mud. That person was apparently out of town when this happened and has returned now and is very confused looking at their house. Perfect. Perfection. What is the state of the guard? How are his hands looking? What's his mental um, state like? The darkness dwells within the floating one, he says, as his hands are all covered in constant like bruises from you slamming them into the mud over and over again. He has some rocks stuck in there. Very nice. If I can't, if his hands, I want to go until his hands are nothing but stumps. And after that, I'm going to start using his mouth. I'm going to start playing my flute. You start playing yes. your flute. Yes, I need theme music for this. Make a performance check. Oh, yes. See if we can get other town folk to join. That's a nat one. I was just fucking... I was hoping, hoping so hard it would be in that one. Um, there's a high-pitched shrieking sound, and you turn to find Glubby looking surprised with his shrunken head in the middle of the town. It's perfect. This is the noise I was going for in the first place. We need to start a revolution. We need to get all the town folk to just manhandle all of the guards in this town. Does this noise draw people away from Wick or no? Yes. A lot of them are just thinking, what the fuck was that? All right, I'm going to grab Wick, and, and we're going to try to get somewhere safe. Like yeah. an alley or try to get out of the <laughs> you, you and Wick scurry off, and Shaky falls behind you. Look at us doing good work. <laughs> wow, where are those three going? <laughs> I'm pointing at them. Everyone turns and looks at you guys, because Kidney pointed you guys out. No, like, pointed who out? You guys. He said three. There's only two of us. Shiki followed you. Shiki? Who's Shiki? Shiki's our masked, the masked man, the NPC warlock we have. He works for the Emperor. He's a kidney or no? No, he's uh, he's the guy with the fox mask. Oh, I never met Shiki. 
No, you have. He doesn't talk much. Yeah, when he talks, he's a freaking idiot. It's like a freaking turtle in the party as well. Um, wow. I don't care. We need to get out of here. I just need to try to get ahead as much as possible. So I might here you continue coding the buildings to that nice shriek on the part of Globby. And the shriek is so loud, it almost, almost covers the sound of massive wings beating overhead. Oh no. As you guys look up as the town is covered in a massive shadow as lit falling to the ground, the <laughs> loud bang is a massive bird. It has, its tail feathers are covered in golden rings that drift and twist behind it. It has a massive plume like a peacock. It lifts its regal head upon which its neck, very long and muscular, has a, a sack sewn into its chest uh, with the finest silk you could imagine. And it, its wings are tipped with bright glowing silver. And it is probably 30 feet tall. Whoa. And it is a foot away from you, Bloody. You must like the music. It, the bird opens its eyes and they move around the, uh, they, they glow brightly and move around the town like spotlights, scanning buildings with un uneven patterns. And it opens its beak and goes, disgusting little town disgusting little wretches and you just barely manage to hear this globby as it then opens its mouth and squawks as appointed by lord kuro unagi it is tax season come out and pay your monthly tax how much how much is the tax i did not see you beneath me worm huh 15 roots 15 roots. Whew. Yes, higher than last month's, I know, but the Lord demands it. Are what you the, going to deny him? No, what the word, what he needs, he needs. Excellent I, worm. The rest could learn from you to stop complaining. Take what they can get. Yeah. His mercy. I think, I think you should have spit on him. Yeah. Especially that one over there is putting mud on house, spit on that one. Do yeah, you give him yeah. 15 roots into the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of you, come forth, or I will take you to Kuro Unagi and make sure he feeds upon you. Pitiful souls. His spotlight eyes turn to you, my dear. You there, sir, come pay your tax. Me or the guard? Both. Kuro Unagi needs mm. patronage from all of his loyal subjects. Can I pay you in mud? If you wish to reside in the belly of a dragon, you may. Well, that sounds fucking badass. Do you wish to offer yourself up as a tax to Kuro Unagi? Fuck yeah. I'm going to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. 
he's obviously a little abnormal and, you know, upstairs. Or just hey, 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 hey. I can speak for myself. Being a dragon slave sounds pretty hot to me. Slave? <laughs> You'll be his food. Does he chew? No. Does he take it not first? We aren't talking about canines right now, sir. We're talking about dragons. I want to see this dragon take me to him. I dropped the wilted husk of the city guard and embraced my feathery brethren. And I'm, as this I'm, happens, I'm going we're going to gonna end episode here. 